Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Mostly Rhetorical. I'm your host, a little bit country. How are you? How are you? I'm doing good, man. The summer is like sort of here. In Ontario, we get at least two weeks of summer and that's it. And then we tap out at two whole weeks. Like I'm advertising summer right now. You get summer for two whole weeks with you buy one, get one free and one free and get one buy. So I moved again. Shit's going wild here, dude. I've been doing good. Um, I'm, I'm inconsistent with these, but you know what? Say it with me now. I'm just a guy. And I know you said it with me because I trust you. I trust you. And um, yeah, I moved. It's a beautiful little spot. Just a beautiful little location. Very excited about it. Um, I started a job. It's so, so silly. I'm not even going to mention what it is because it's too silly. But we have people living above us. We're in like a little house on the main floor. There's that, this dude, these two dudes who live above us. And one of the guys came down and we have like this little setup on our patio. Just having beers and things of that nature. Just hanging out. He's like, I saw you were drinking Corona. Do you, uh... (laughs) Do you guys want a hammock? And we're like, wow. Met this guy once before, and this is the introduction. We're just getting free merch, free Corona merch. Do you work for Corona? Do you work for hammocks, the company hammocks? And we're like, yeah, maybe. (laughs) Like, sure, at some point, that sounds cool. And he introduced himself and told us his roommate's name, and we completely forgot his name. And now his name is Hammock. And honestly, I'm never going to know his real name. And he's just Hammock. And we I've been trying to short form it into Ham. I kind of like Hammock better than Ham. But if I am on a quick, if I'm going like a quick referral to him, quick reference to him, it's going to be Ham. Ham has been dope. Um, we had this woman come by with her daughter with a petition to, this was like, I don't even know. It was like two, it seemed like two minutes before, after we moved in. It was just like, here we go. And um, she wanted to sign us to sign this petition for putting speed bumps in our road because we have this really long road that's like newly paved. And I guess people drag race down it. And we've been here for almost a month. And I've, I've, I've never even heard of a drag race in general, but mainly on this road. So we were like, yeah, sure. Like if it's gonna, it's like a very suburb, like very, close, tight-knit neighborhood kind of area. So we're like, yeah, if it's not going to... If it saves kids from getting fucking run over, um, I'm all for it, dude. Sign me up, guy. Sign my name twice. Just the first name. First name on one thing, last name on the other one. They got two signatures in one. I offered my middle name. They said no. So we were talking about it, and there's... We were just talking to her about the neighborhood, and we're like, yeah, we just moved in. And she's... There's this little lookout spot, like, less than five minutes down the road from us that looks over, like, majority of the city. It's a crazy, beautiful view. We didn't know it was even there. And um, we're like, yeah, it's a, we were just pointed it out. We're like, that's a, such a beautiful spot down the street. And she's like, yeah, there's a lot of drug dealing going on there. We're like, oh. And then she was like, there's also sex trafficking? And we were like... Okay. (laughs) 
This seems like the like the houses behind us, like towards this view I'm talking about, are fucking enormous. Like they are enormous houses. Like just beyond loaded dudes live there. And we were like, well, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if sex trafficking is happening there. So what we've gathered is that the kids that live in this neighborhood or whoever lives in this neighborhood or not even goes there to smoke weed. That's the drug dealing that happens. And I'm pretty sure the sex trafficking is people are just kissing, dude. You just go there to kiss. You get your weed in one pocket. You're holding the hand of your, your significant other and your other or your date or whatever. And you just go there to fucking kiss, dude. There's no sex trafficking. I feel like that would take so long to get to this point. It's like such in a suburb area. Who Who's planning on sex trafficking at this one area? And you're enclosed. Like there's, it's a dead end at the point of the view. You can't go anywhere from there. But I feel like bad area to sex traffic. So now we just joke about how this area is just polluted with sex trafficking. It's been good though, man. I've been really enjoying it here. I've been enjoying the sun. I've been out biking a fucking ton. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Yeah, I got a job because I needed to give myself a break from doing music a little bit because I was kind of not living anymore, not really enjoying the outdoors, not... I'm always... I'm kind of, I think I'm pretty fucking psychotic about my health at this point, like just working out all the time. I just... Yeah, whatever. You know the whole fucking running thing. I always talk about how I run. Last mention of it. But I figured my mental health was kind of getting weird just because I was isolated from the pandemic and just kind of working as hard as I could every day. And I'm appreciative of all those, of all that time I got to spend um, doing this because shit is moving at a rapid pace now and I'm able to do things that I've always wanted to do. So it's just going up from here. But I wanted to give myself a bit of a break and get a part-time job just to kind of get out, like get I haven't fucking seen people in a while. I haven't been out and conversated with people I don't know. And that's a lot of us for sure. So I got a, I got a PTJ, quick PTJ. Super fucking boring. Don't know how long I'm going to be there for. Um, I'd rather do music. <laughs> I think I just needed a week of getting my ass kicked by like the reality of what um, I work so hard not to do. Just I just don't want to do anything but music, right? So, <laughs> and as soon as I'm there for a week, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to get the fuck out of here and uh, and never see anyone again and just play music again. <laughs> but you know, come back to it with a more structured approach where I'm able to, you know, go kiss at the spot. I want to go kiss and smoke weed at the spot, but also, you know, keep growing and keep learning and keep fucking. Nailing it as much as I'd like to nail it uh, with music and with production and with everything I'm doing. So, job is super boring. People are very nice. Um, there's this... I went to an interview before I, um, I got this job. And, and this just like kind of fucking ticked me off, dude. It kind of pissed me off. I don't know why. I think it's because of the reasons I've just stated, just like working, busting my ass at my own business or whatever. Um, I showed up there and the fucking interviewer was like 20 minutes late. And I was like, well, why would you call me and schedule an interview and then just be 20 minutes late? It was in the middle of nowhere too. So there was like nowhere else you could really go. And it was still in the middle of everything being shut down. So you couldn't even fucking go in anywhere really. 
And then the f- guy finally gets there. I don't know why I waited it out. I just did because it was like the first interview I've had in like three years or something. So I was like, all right, <laughs> I might as well stick this out. And I bust all the way downtown, which is like a 45-minute trip from where I was. Regardless, the guy finally gets there and he's like... <laughs> There's, you can't sit in this. You can't sit in this place. I think it was like a coffee shop or something. You can't sit in there, and I'm sitting there, and he's like, "Are you here for the interview?" And I'm like, "Dude, what? What else? I can't even stay in here. Why would I be sitting here <laughs> in front of your laptop and your resumes that you've received? <laughs> of course I'm here." And he just just did not know why what to do. Like he did not know what to do. He was like, "So do you?" do you like coffee? And I was like, yeah, sure, as much as the next guy. And he's like, do you know much about coffee? And I was like, yeah. It just went like that for so long. And then after a point, he just stopped asking questions. And I just kind of sat there. Like a minute went by with no speaking. I don't know, dude. That was a, it was like a, I don't know. It was just a weird look into what I didn't want to do. I kind of get a, I I feel like I have a bit of a gauge now towards situations I'm going to get out of immediately. Like, being in a situation where someone's super late for their own fucking business (laughs) doesn't have any, like, good questions. It's like, do you like coffee? Yes. Minute of silence. And then just, I had to start the conversation. You know, like, those little things, I'm like, all right. So they offered me the job, and I was like, yeah, I'm okay. It was kind of silly, but... I've enjoyed having a peek into what I'm doing right now, just having like a job in general and not um, constantly being at the computer working on stuff, but I am working on stuff. If you, I'm trying to be more transparent about my life um, with this audience and like these platforms that I have because it's just nice to have, dude. I'm realizing that this is amazing that I'm able to, you know, have this and people listen. And uh, yeah, I'm just trying to be more open. So I have a, I had a project called Steady Hustle, this like band kind of thing that I did. I recorded an EP on my own um, and then played some shows with my buddies and then did like another EP. And this was in like 2015 to 2016. And so I've just been writing some new stuff for Steady Hustle. And uh, if you look it up, it's Steady and then H-U-S-S-L-E. I spelled it kind of fucked up, Steady, H-U-S-S-L-E. But I'm writing new stuff for that, man. I'm fucking so pumped. So pumped. I'm not going to say anything more, but it's it's really exciting. I'm fucking soups, soups pumped on it. I was talking to my dad. It was Father's Day, right? Happy Happy Eric Day, Eric. Eric Mossman. My mom doesn't like when I say her full name on this podcast, but you know what, mom? You're already famous, dude. If you're listening to this one, I love you very much and dad. But my dad was telling my mom and myself a story. I don't even know what we're talking about. We were just talking about like drugs or weed or something. And my dad was like telling me when he was, when he was 12, He was doing something with his buddies and his friend was like, hey, open your mouth and threw something in his mouth and he threw a tab of acid in my dad's mouth. Like how, that's, that is the best thing I've heard from anyone. My dad's childhood is kind of 
just a lot of the same of that. <laughs> There's just constant hell breaking loose with his uh with his youth. But that is the best one, dude. Open your mouth, throw a tab of acid in involuntarily. I don't know if that's the right word, but just did not state what it was. Didn't tell him it was going to be this powerful psychedelic. <laughs> Dude, how? And then he was, yeah, I mean, the story went as it went. And he, you know, kind of, <laughs> it faded after whatever amount of hours acid at lasts for. I've never done it, but. Dude, that is my favorite, 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 favorite story uh, from him forever. There should be no other stories after that one. <laughs> this is this shit blows my mind really quick. So I was watching Steve-O from Jackass, the guy with the like no voice basically. Um, he has a podcast called something. Steve-O's Wild, yeah, Steve-O's Wild Ride. And uh, he had Ryan Sheckler on. And I've been a fan of the Sheck, dude. I've been a huge fan of the Sheck. Mainly as like a, as a, uh, I don't know, public figure. I mean, I love him skateboarding and skateboarding in general, but I feel like the most I know about him as like being a celebrity kind of, yeah, I'd say. More as a celebrity than a skater. Maybe equal, I don't know. So he's talking about um, Life of Ryan, which was a show on MTV. I don't even know when, man. It was like 2005 or something. He was 16, 17 or something like that. And he was explaining, if you don't know what the show is, it's just a reality show about his life as like a professional millionaire skateboard teenager. I don't know if that was the right order to say those words, but um, skateboard a millionaire, uh, skateboard boy, skateboard boy, celebrity boy, 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 boy. And he was explaining how when he had a girlfriend and when he would break up with them, that would be for real. Like they would film him breaking up with this girl and it was terrible and, you know, the girl was upset and he was upset. And if the shot wasn't good enough, dude, they would ask him to break up with her again <laughs> on camera. And this was real. The first time that he did that shit was fucking real. So he would go back to the girl and be like, look, <laughs> you didn't take that hard enough or something. Like you're not as you're not upset enough. I don't know. I don't even know what you'd say, but he'd have to be like. You signed off on being on the show. We have to do that again. And then break up with her again. Like, how fucked up is that, dude? That has been haunting me for like three weeks since I've heard that. I don't know how you do that. And you're like, and you're 17 or 18 or whatever. Man, that is horrifying. <laughs> Needless to say, it was cool seeing Ryan Sheckler as like a 30-year-old dude. I think I like him more now. Or I've just liked him the same amount as always. Um, I appreciate you guys listening. I'm going to, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything more if I'm doing this more or less. I'm just happy to be here, man. Um, every day is a gift. And uh, enjoy the rest of your day, your evening, your night. I'll see you later. It's mostly retarded.